Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. <laughs> Justin was about to take a drink of something, but then I interrupted him with his part. Always timer. Oh, starting his timer. There we go. How's everyone doing? So happy to be on another episode. Uh, at the time that we're recording this, for you know, folks that are just listening, uh, this is like a, a bonus. Like we're doing this on a Saturday morning. We don't normally do this. Right. You guys got a stream last Tuesday. Mm -hmm. The episode dropped Thursday. Mm -hmm. You're getting a stream of a podcast today. You're going to get us playing D&D tonight. Then next Tuesday, you're going to get a stream. And then next Thursday, it's going to be a podcast draw. What the fuck is going right? on? This is how much we love you. Yes. That much is how the, much we love you. The love is true. The love is real. And that's the all love that matters. Is forever. Yeah. So we're married now. So just so you know. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, man. Did you just diddle me with your wedding finger? Man. Fuck, is it my birthday? Jared, when's your birthday? What's up with that? No, no. He's saying the love. No, when is your birthday? Say it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us. Getting all that content? That's right. Right, but when's your birthday? But when's your birthday? <laughs> Answer the question, Jared. Why are you being... Why are you avoiding this? Just kidding. No, you have a birthday. Don't act like yeah, you don't you have do. a birthday. Stop being evasive. Answer the question. Answer the question, Jared. This is why you come here, is to be berated by people that pretend to love you. When's your birthday? It's not your birthday. That's a lie. That is a lie. This relationship is over. What's your? Do you have social security numbers down there? Yeah. What's your social security I gonna, number? I was just gonna say, ooh, yeah. Let's get all the information <laughs> so we can steal his identity. And then I realized, I don't know if Australia has social security numbers. <laughs> How do you steal identity in other countries? That's How do you what do we want to. Right. That's what we're exploring today. I want to be an American prince calling Nigeria, <laughs> telling them I have something for them. Do you want to own a McDonald's franchise? Because I've got one for you. You want a skateboard from Walmart? <laughs> it's like, what do we I offer? Got, I mean, what can we offer? I got three. <laughs> God, I got three. You can have one. I'll give you one. But first, I'm going to need the first, middle, and last social security numbers. <laughs> what would you... Okay, so if you were going to call, what would you offer to another, to another country? Oh, my if God. If you were going to be the scammer. What can we offer? What what is something we offer here? Like, um, uh, I mean, what, what in reality? What what do the other offer? What are the counter offers? <laughs> what are they offering us? I mean, they're offering money, right? I mean, that's I mean, that's always the basic, right? Like, right. so would we just be offering money back? I guess. I mean, I think it'd be fun to spin it. Like, you know, do you want some sort of fast food franchise? Because I want you, uh, you know, I want you in there. You know, it's it's got to be it's got to be a Sonic then. So, oh yeah so which fast food franchise will we offer that's the thing because it's got to be something that's like 
you know, McDonald's is, I mean, that, that could, maybe that's a selling point, right? Like we want to give you a restaurant and McDonald's, it's got that name brand, you know, it's got that thing where people are gonna be like McDonald's. If you say Sonic, people are gonna be like, I don't know what this is. You know, I mean, they may not translate. Jared, do you know what a Sonic is? You know, a fast food restaurant. I don't think, I don't think they have those in Australia. I'm assuming they don't. McDonald's is everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, if you want to be shitty about it, you offer them a Hardee's, you know? You'd be like, you want this, you want this Hardee's? <laughs> like. That'd gross. be, like, Hardee's is Sonic the Hedgehog. Perfect. That's a, that case it, in That point, answers right? the question. No, yeah, Sonic is um, a fast food. It's like a retro. Um, we got Maccas. Cool. Um, Sonics are like, you know, retro. You, you pull in and then you order from like a little, like you would through a normal drive through But then the idea was that like the people bring it out to you on a train. You can eat in your car. Or you can eat on a little bench. And originally they had roller skates and they would have like little change things to give you change to give it back to you. Um, right. They're really known for their like, uh, I don't know what you call them. The Route 66 drinks, which are just basically 66 ounces of sugary, of sugar. <laughs> sugary diarrhea juice. Um, I look, look, I actually like Sonic hamburgers. Like I, I do prefer if I'm going to, if you give me a McDonald's or a Sonic, I'll probably choose Sonic most of the time. Oh, hands down. In and out burger is for me. That's overrated. That's that's it. No, no, no. (laughs) Overrated. No. Yes. Overrated. I didn't say it in and out burger. Don't hold me to that. (laughs) You heard it here. In and out burger. Overrated. (laughs) I feel like you have to. You have to give the McDonald's. That would have to be the You'd one. You have that, to be. Yeah. If you'd be like, hey, and, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, and, you know, not only we're, we're making a special offer to you, uh, but you just need to send us the money to fly Ronald McDonald out and he will open uh-huh. the store for you. Got you. There you go. Right. We want to do that. Other things we could offer, uh, used car uh, lot, you know, no cars included, but we'll give you the lot. We'll build the lot we'll for give you. you, the- you got to put in the used cars all by yourself. You know? Yeah. It's it's the uh, <laughs> wait, uh confuse them and offer a hungry jack. Is hungry jacks a thing here? Is that that sounds like hungry man frozen dinners, you know? I used to have those a lot growing up. Man, when mm. I think about what I ate growing up Those are hungry man's though. This is hungry. That's what I'm saying. I was like I confused. I heard hungry jack, oh, I heard okay. I heard hungry. Well Jack man. is a man, presumably. Yeah. What up, Noah Reno? How you doing, pal? Good morning to you too. Thank- you think of all the gross shit that you Oh, ate? dude, like, because, listen, you know, my, um, you know, my, my parents did what they did, right? I don't, I don't hate them for it, but my dad worked all the time. My mom was a teacher and they, it didn't dawn on me how much my family didn't cook until much, yeah. much later in my life where I was <laughs> like, holy shit, how do I know how to cook? Like, they, they, we just didn't do it. Like, we always ordered out or we went to eat um like the big thing we would do is like when i was younger and i was in the age limit we'd go to ponderosa and it was on tuesdays and thursdays i think kids ate for 49 cents you got a burger or a hot dog and access to the buffet for 49 cents so my mom would pick us up after school we'd go eat there for for dinner and you can start to see how Doug's food habits formed, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, would she pay with two quarters and demand a penny back? <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, she, she look, would also it, order. She would also order her own. So you know, things. So right. You know, well, I love how they called it Ponderosa Steakhouse, but it was just a gross buffet. Well, the thing is, you could order steaks. You it. could order steaks off of their menu, like, but I rarely did, did that. 
Did they have steaks at the buffet? Not the because buffet. The they were buffet they were made to order. But also they were also low quality meat, obviously, because naturally. Like you know, it was so gross. Uh, right. and I Yeah, it was one of those things where I think back to that and then I think back to like when we'd go to get groceries, we would get all these like frozen dinners like Hungry Man and we would just warm up warm them up and just I I think about all my how my my palate was forged by that because they would have green beans in there but they would be so gross and rubbery that I was like I don't yeah, like I green beans and it was just so so bad awful you know just yeah. it, it's honestly just been this moment where I'm like oh no wonder I eat like shit I was right. like I'm going to have this entire box of Kraft macaroni and cheese like because that's what was there, and I would eat it. Right. I got my my consumption from buffets. All my hometown had was buffets. Golden right. Corral, Chinese buffets. We had three Chinese buffets. We had uh, uh, Ponderosa. We had um, just fast food. As far as I could see, you watched a promo video for my hometown I back did. in the day, where it was I like did. sort of like selling my hometown to the uni- to the college that's there, and all you saw was like it was like all these jump cuts, and you paused each one. And you're like fast food, fast food. You're like franchise, 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 franchise. That's all there was. Like it I was forgot just about that. So and it's the same today. There's just a whole bunch of stuff. You start to realize why so many people in America eat like shit because yeah. this is what's available. It's cheap. It's easy and it's terrible for you. Yeah, absolutely. It is, uh, we are, I don't know where it turned to. Like, I I think what maybe we innovated, like the concept of a fast meal to get back to work and to this, this, and this, because we're so go, go, go. And then that, because of capitalism, that then bred the next franchise and the next, like, you know, McDonald's bred Burger King, bred Wendy's, and then there was like competition. Because I'm wondering why, what about just us in America? Why? Like, why? <laughs> why are we so locked into this real gross, greasy, shitty, high sodium way of eating where other countries have been doing beautifully natural foods for years? I just don't understand what got us to this point. I think I think it's part of it is just our culture, right? Capitalism sort of breeds that, like you said, like we yeah. gotta we gotta do this. Like we don't value taking time to sit down and eat. Like the right, like you know, as you all know, I've been using Noom, uh, and one of the things they actually go through is they talk about different diets and different cultures and how that affects their eating habits. And several, many cultures out there value time spent together at a table eating. Like it's a very right. that's part of the meal is sitting down enjoying it you know you hear things about like uh the spanish siestas right like mm-hmm. during the day they go they're like hey man we're closed for lunch and they're gone for a couple hours and whatever yeah. or they just for us i think a lot of eating has become get this in my body so i can go do something else right. and then you add to that the capitalism of like how do we get people to keep coming back well we're going to put in a lot of sodium a lot of sugar so it's going to you know, make you crave it more. It's going to, you know, maybe that wasn't designed, but they realize how much people like that. And over time right. you realize that there's a chemical reaction to that where savory sweet makes you crave it more. And not only that, it's, it's, it's uh high calories uh, for low density. So you're eating right. a lot of it, getting a lot of calories, but not actually filling yourselves up. So um, I think that's kind of, you know, how it came. That's what my life was growing up. My parents working their asses off. They weren't going to come home and then be like, 
All right, let's start. Let's start baking this chicken. Like that, that just wasn't something we did. And right. it's taken me to get to 38. I almost said level 38 to level 38 to understand. I think that's what we need to start calling our eight, our yeah. new birthdays. I've oh, there you go. I'm, level, I'm at level 38 right now. Level you know? 38. Yeah. Yeah. I'm halfway through level 38, you know, <laughs> I'm very into Close that. Close to leveling up. I think I may do that moving yeah. forward. Uh, Jared levels up in August, so that'll be pretty exciting. Um, presumably. Presumably. Um, yeah, so I think that totally shaped the way that... Because I also didn't eat a variety of things. I ate one main thing. And that's okay. what I've realized I've had to change so much in the way that I eat now is I would eat a 22-ounce <laughs> steak, all of it. I'd eat all of that thing in one sitting. That's it. Yeah. And then adding on other things. And I would just focus entirely on that. It's like, that's not good. You shouldn't do that. Right. You should have a portion of that with other good food. Right. <laughs> you can't have that. But just take five ounces. Just take five ounces of that and then have a bunch of vegetables and things that are low calorie, high density, so that you're eating a lot of it, but you're not you're not just consuming an ass load of calories. Right, right. Once well, I this, figured this, that out, I'm like, oh, that's this week we made uh, I made um, a balsamic glazed salmon. Oh, and uh, awesome. so it was a nice four ounce filet. And then we had, uh, you know, a little bit of mashed potatoes on the side, green beans and peas. And it was a wonderfully like I got done with it. And the next morning I woke up. So for me, typically, if I if I, I just <laughs> I have to do it with my mouth because I don't have a soundboard. Um <laughs> No, I if if I eat similar to how we used to eat, you know, uh, talking like that, I would wake up in the morning and I would not be hungry. Like, you know, Beth would wake up and she she eats much better than I do. She'd wake up and she'd be like, oh, I can't wait. I'm so hungry. I can't wait for breakfast. She gets real excited for breakfast. One of Same. her favorite things. And I always takes me at least an hour to start to even begin to maybe feel hungry in the morning. And then after I have a meal like that, I woke up in the morning. I'm like, oh. Oh, I could do breakfast. Like I, I get it now. My body was able to properly process this food yeah. overnight, and you know, it's it's a it was a normal portion size, and it, everything worked. When you when you when you do things the way that they're supposed to work, your body, man, it just lines right up. It's amazing how much better you feel when mm -hmm. you just because I've heard that forever. People are like you just feel better, and it's funny because when I was doing my keto kick, I was like, I don't really feel better. It's because I was going hard on the bacon. And those things, like I wasn't really eating the way that I was supposed to on that plan. I heard you could have meat and cheese. I'm like, I got right. this. I didn't read anymore. And I was off to the races. Like, I'm like, this is my diet. And I did have I, some success, but probably not in the way long term it was going to be good for me. My body was like, what is this? Well, I also, and I, because the, the one thing that never made sense was when you were, when you were doing it. I always and I questioned you a few times, but I never I never really drove the point home because I didn't do research either. But I'm like, <laughs> logically, the way that you're eating doesn't make sense for health. Like, because you'd be like, yep, woke up this morning, ate a pound of bacon. And I feel like that's Start off the days with my arteries like, shaking, you know, like it's great. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, I mean, I, I understand the concept of keto, but this doesn't feel right. 
Yeah, so uh, I, I was doing it completely wrong. Um, you know, that's <laughs> less about, it's like, hey, don't eat that many carbs. Like, you want to, you know, it's, yeah, I understand. I'm not going to go into it because no one gives a shit. But point is, I was doing it way wrong because I'm like, oh, you can have bacon. I was like, bacon all the time. Bacon right. flavored this. I'm going to bake bacon and cook it in the bacon grease. This is good. High fat. This is good. It's like, dude, right. chill. Like, you got to you gotta relax. Um, but yeah, it's like being on this, um, like I weighed in today. I'm like, I'm, I'm down 40 pounds at this point. So hey, like, that's awesome, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I joined a gym yesterday. Um, wow. so I'm going to, I'm going to start doing strength training and stuff again. So fucking that's in nice, it to win man. it, baby. I'm in it to win it. And, Do it. Um, let me ask you yeah. a question. Is there a reason that you decided to join a gym instead of just getting stuff for your basement? That's a great question. The stuff that I want to do, I, I, I've, spent so much of my time lifting weights in a gym and that's what I love. I love okay. all the different machines. There's absolutely, you're, you're right. Like, um, you could totally, part of it too is, uh, I'm getting a new job and one of my benefits is they subsidize health and wellness with a dollar amount every month. And I was like, well, I mean, if they're going to give me that money, I'm going to use it. So I figured why not just do that and then expense it every month. So that to me was also, you know, that makes complete sense. That, yeah. was, that was a compelling reason to get it going. I'm like, ah, yeah. they're going to pay for it. Then I might as well join yeah. a gym, uh, which I think is a really cool benefit, by the way. Like, Hey, we're going to subsidize your health and wellness, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I did that. And, um, you know, I, I'm just, I went through the whole hard sell on them yesterday. I, cause I, I signed my contract online it's like, you got to stop in to get your thing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to go when I don't, I'm not planning to work out. Cause I have no doubt they're going to put me through. Cause I did this before with the oh, gym yeah. and they just, they yep. really, they put you through the whole well, thing. Let's see where you're at. You want to come and we'll have someone yeah. assess you. And then, Oh, maybe you can get uh Oh, look for a low cost. We get you a trainer that this yeah. and this and this. And yeah. Yeah. And you know, I said, I was just sitting there going, Jesus Christ, like, you know, he's like putting in all like my stats, like how much do you weigh? What's this? What do you, what are your goals? And listen, mm. there's a percentage of this. This is true. It's accurate, right? They are there to help. If they, if they're just like, yeah, uh, go, yes. go work out. There you go. Right. You're good to go. What if I need help? Right. Jim's Jim's up this way. Yeah. Showers over there. Please don't poop in the shower. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't want to have any it. waffle, waffle stumps. Like we've no had enough stumps. of that. You know, I don't want that. Um, so I do appreciate that, but it was like, it was hard to discern between how much this was the sales pitch, how much of this was them actually giving a shit. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was in a good place. I was just like, whatever, man. I, I, Cause part of it too is I go, listen, I'm already doing well. I want to enhance this. So when he's mm -hmm. like, you know, so tell me about what you're eating. I'm like, dude, I've lost almost 40 pounds. He's like, Whoa, congratulations. And what time from I go since March 2nd, he's like, Whoa. I go, yeah, like I'm in it. Like I'm in it to do this. He's like, cool. Yeah. Cause he showed me the breakdown of like work, of like how you're going to get better. He's like 60% of his eating. Well, I'm like, I got that covered. Obviously right. I'm doing that. Well, like, look at me. I'm an Adonis. I'm a, <laughs> um, you idiot. You idiot. Now show me where the showers look are. Look at this body. <laughs> um, you know, it's <laughs> now I'm sweaty. Let's go shower. Um, so I did, I did appreciate, you know, some element and I'll be honest with you too. I think I actually might do a few trainer sessions because I haven't yeah. lifted in a while. Um, they, I just don't like the thinly veiled sales tactics. Like he's showing me around. Yeah. 
He's like, hey, do you know what this machine does? I'm like, yes. He's like, do you know what this one does? I go, no. And then he like he grabs a trainer. He's like, hey, I just want you to talk to this guy real quick. He's like, uh, hold your hands up and do a squat and uh, lift your legs up. And he's like, Sorry, so here's I... the thing where I'm like, I'm like, listen, I just came here to get my stuff so that I could fucking come here and work out. I didn't ask for this. He's right. like, I see you're a little wobbly. I'm like, I probably am. He's like, do you stretch? I'm like, no. That's why I've come here is to do this stuff. So this like, is why I've joined your gym. Yeah, like I'm not here because, you know. But part of me like felt really good because I'm like, listen, I'm on the right track. I'm eating well. I walk two to three times a day between five and seven miles. Like I'm I'm on a right progression. I want I want this element infused into it. So I felt like whatever he was like trying to suggest or whatever, I was just like already there. Already right. there. Like obviously I'm not where I need to be uh physically, but this is where I want to go. I'm making the effort. Right. I'm I'm in it to win it. I was just like, at some point, I was like, dude, can I just go? Like, I just, I'm so glad I'm not working out right now because I would be fucking furious. Like, right. just let me go fucking work out, dude. Give me my pass right. so I can go. Um, I will yeah. cancel my contract right this minute if you do not stop talking to me. Yeah, just Jesus, man. Like, let yeah. me go. Like. But I'm also not going to be the person that thinks that they know everything, you know, because I've done right. weightlifting before. I'm open to, you know, having people, you know, help me out here. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I want you to go in there and you, <laughs> the guy who knows nothing, they're like, do you know how to use this piece of equipment? It's a punching bag. You're like, yeah. And you just hold on to it and like put your legs or wrap your legs around so you're swinging from it. Is this right? Is this a core workout? Or I right? just, I could grab it. I said, wrestle it. I tried to get in a headlock. You just start cutting it like a ram. I start biting it. This is it, right? This is a good bag, man. This is good material. Most of them I rip through almost immediately, but. I'm going to pretend like I know everything. I know some. I see someone on a bike. I'm like, you idiot. You're not going anywhere. This fucking idiot. This is dumb, right? This guy's dumb. This is dumb. Bikes go places. You're not going anywhere. And the guy's like, I, uh, you're right. I'm fat. I don't, I'm not going anywhere in life. I'm like, no, literally, you're not going anywhere. You take one of the plates and you just discus it across yeah. the gym. Ha! Is that it? I was in track and field. <laughs> I watched Braveheart. This is how I train. I try to kill somebody. <laughs> I challenge people to fights. <laughs> Sparring. Yeah, right. People are How doing do the ropes. Those guys from 300 got those cum gutters. <laughs> I come in. And the only thing I want is like I want cum gutters. That's all my. That's all my goal. I want cum gutters. Oh god, that word. I don't like that word. I shouldn't have said it. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, that's uh, that's I a did, pretty gross I'm, description. I'm upset of, that we invoked that word. Yeah. So now it's in our minds. If you don't know what yep. those are, just look up like Brad Pitt from Fight Club when he has his shirt off. It's that side like you're so ripped and your body fat is so low that you have like these lines on the side of your torso that look like if any sort of fluid were to get in there, it would just, you know, kind of like slide down like gutters, right. you know? The V. The V. Yeah. 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 So yep. um that's exciting that you joined the gym, man. I've been going down to my gym uh at the in my building the last uh, nice. the last week. I've done Six days in a row working out. Good boy, man. Feeling good. Good job. I remember when you and I used to three do that. Three pounds down. Good for you. That's great. Yeah. Not 40. Hey. Three. Hey. Obviously, my story is unique to the fact that I was eating like a monster. And as soon as I stopped that, my body was like, thank God. Let's get this out of here. Like, uh, Right. All right. I eh. can breathe again. 
Yeah, I, I supposedly, I'm not snoring as much anymore, which is also a big win. So really, that's yeah. I guess that makes sense because yeah. they do say that that people that struggle with weight do tend to have to snore more and stuff. Yeah, so, you have that yeah. much more weight constricting your airways and stuff. So I really want to head that off. Like I want to get rid of that as well. I don't want yeah. that in my life. My dad. I'm has sure you'll sleep have a apnea. much nicer sleep. Like you'll probably get a much more restful sleep if you can cut that shit out. Yeah, I would definitely want to cut that shit out. I'm I'm over yeah. it. So I want to be able to, because at this point when Jill and I like go to a place and rent a hotel or whatever, we have to have two rooms because I can't sleep in there because I keep everyone awake. So it's like no shit. From... So you guys rent when in a hotel you rent two hotel rooms. Hmm? Wow. Bad because she's like wow. we can't sleep and I'm like I don't want to do that. Snoring is it's the worst, that... Jared. It's that loud, though, huh? Well, the thing is, like, Jill, I mean, it, it keeps her up. And then if I'm in there, she's punching me. And then I don't sleep well. It's like nobody wins. Like, right. it's it, everyone loses in that regard. So, you know, it's it's a huge inconvenience if we're like, hey, yeah, you guys come stay at our house. I'm like, do you have two rooms available? Because right. I need one. And so does Jill. Like, right. and the kid, because I'm going to keep everyone up. So what uh, did you never thought about getting one of those uh, machines? I don't really want to because yeah. I think that's admitting that you've got sleep apnea, you know, which is a dumb reason, you know, but I'm hoping that if get what I means, I don't have it because I want to make sure I, I would like to get healthy so that I just yes. stop it all together. And if I get to my goal place, um, hopefully I'll be well enough that that takes care of itself. So that's kind of awesome. what, I'm, yeah. what I'm aiming to do. So. Yeah, but enough about Doug and his amazing weight loss journey. Let's talk for a little bit about Mind Gap because I've been missing to do this at the top of the show for the last three or four shows. Hey, guys, a little bit of housekeeping. Mid, This is a mid-show. A mid-show reveal. This, this is what? This is uh, 25 minutes in reveal. Yeah. There you go. Here we are. Hey, in case you don't know, we are on Spotify. Be sure to follow us there. Check us out there as well as everywhere else you find your podcasts. Also, come join our Discord server. Do you know what Discord is? It's a little community. It's almost like your own family online. And that's what our MindGap Discord community is all about. If you want to join it, head over to twitch.tv slash podcast. Down in our About section, you'll find a little button that says Discord. Click on that. It'll take you right over to our server, and you get to meet the MindGap family. Join us. There's no hazing unless you want there to be. And we got all sorts of cool stuff we do. We're posting memes. We're being silly. We're, more importantly, setting up game nights on the regular. People are always playing games with each other, which, again, is so important to me. Um, I, I, it's so exciting to know that if someone's like, hey, anyone want to play? And people just come. It's great. It's so cool. So if you want to join something like that, click on over there. Come join the MindGap community. Also, we have merch on Redbubble. Uh, head over to redbubble.com and our mind gap in the search field. You will find our two designs on there. Help support the podcast. Get something really cool. In the meantime, we'd really appreciate it. And lastly, if you don't know, we do a video game stream every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Uh, I would say, uh, I mean, by the time this comes out, oh, we'll already have passed, but we're doing, you know, D&D, the fancy board game, you know, tonight in real time. But who knows what it'll be for next weekend? I don't know. You haven't decided I have so many great games. You know, one of the great guys, Slotty, our producer, uh, bought me a game that involves penises. So um, I, he's anxious to try it. Um, it's called uh, Genital Jousting is what it's called. So, I played that at camp one time. Yep. Yep. We all did. We all did. Uh, let me see if I can find the... Uh, 
Gentle Jousting tells the story of John, a penis who needs to find a date for his high school reunion. Gentle Jousting is also an online and local multiplayer party game about flaccid penises and wiggly anuses for up to eight players at once. Are you interested? Because I'm interested. And it was a gift, so I have to play it. So that's kind of how for I up look to at it. Eight players at once. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of jiggly. I watched the- I watched the trailer for it. I'm like, I don't know what this game is, but you know. Did you watch it? Did you watch it in uh in incognito mode? On your <laughs> I didn't. I watched computer? it through through Steam. Noah Arena brings up a good point. Rock Simulator was also a gift, so I do I'm long overdue. For playing that i have some Rock time this week after penis simulator i have some time this week all right i have a week off i might do some bonus streams this week and i think rock simulator absolutely has to be on there so we'll see what happens we can see what rock simulator is all about <laughs> also uh they i also uh, wolf gave me uh mount your friends which is which is M- an, uh, mount your friends mount your friends is i'm seeing a uh feel like a pattern emerging here yeah um this one uh the the details on this one oh you have to be 18 to view this content because that's how it goes not the penis one but this one experience the extreme simulated sporting sensation that's sweeping our digital nation your uh mount your friends is a fiercely competitive sporting event for you to play with your friends in the contextual security of your own home assuming that your home is not composed of sexual innuendo there you go all right that means nothing to me (laughs) It's like quap, but you're climbing on one another. Yeah, that's what it looks like. You have like these bodybuilders and they're wearing speedos and their dongs like swing around. You have to try and climb on each other to get to the t- to to be the tallest. I think it's it's bonkers. We're gonna have fun, guys. Is what I'm saying. These oh, video boy. game streams are gonna be great. We're gonna have fun. It'll be a good time. So that's a thing. That's a that's thing. a thing. Yes. So <laughs> come join us Saturdays at 8 p.m. And just uh, follow us on Twitch, so you'll get notified whenever uh, whenever we go live, so you can have fun with us. But that being said, let's get to one of our topics for this week, which is Tom Cruise is filming a movie in space. In space. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's a thing he's doing. Always got to be pushing it to the next level. Yeah, we need a second game stream during the week. Hey, man, you'll get it this week. That's for sure. I guarantee that. So Tom Cruise and Elon Musk's SpaceX are working on a project with NASA that could be the first narrative feature film, an action adventure to be shot in outer space. And no, it's not a Mission Impossible movie. It's its own. And NASA actually confirmed this on May 5th, saying NASA is excited to work with Tom Cruise on a film aboard the space station. So he's going up to the International Space Station. We need popular media to inspire a new generation of engineers and scientists to make NASA's ambitious plans reality. So I think Doug Lyman is also going to be the director on this. And I believe okay. he is the one that has... Di- I think he did the first Bourne movie. And I think he also did uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. So he's uh, he's a pretty cool director. Also a great uh, cinematographer. So um, I'll, say, I'll say this. It was only a matter of time before this happened. Yeah, right. Like... Like we've done movies, you know, for what eighty something years on uh, on Earth. Yeah, you know, we've done movies at sea. We've done movie. We've we've you know, there's been sh- stuff shot on planes and in helicopters and in yada yada yada. This is just the next step. It it was bound to happen at some point. Yeah. We're just lucky enough to see it in our lifetime. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. Like, I think it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, let's let's push the boundaries of what we can do with filmmaking. Like, how cool would that yeah. be? I don't know the logistics of how you would even do that, but I mean, yeah, because I'm trying to think. Like, you've got to do like a skeleton crew at that point. You've yeah. got to have a super pared down. You can't have a hundred people. You know, craft services. You got licorice flying all over the place. You've got your script supervisor who's is it red or black to... licorice? Oh, red, of course. God, you fucking monsters. Do you like black licorice? I do. I am Ugh. one of those guys, proudly. Guys. But not all black. No, guys, this not. is the last this is the last week we're doing the podcast. <laughs> we can, I can't. Happy to be here. I can't. Anymore. <laughs> um, you're witnessing the death of a podcast here. Uh, no, but yeah, you can't just have all these uh, all these people out in space. So uh, I'm, I'm going to be very curious to see how they logistically pull this off. Yeah, and right? two, like, is he is it going to be filmed inside purely inside the space station? Cause you know, Tom Cruise is going to want to do a spacewalk. You know, he's going to want to get outside. This guy's like, he broke his ankle jumping off of a building. He climbed that 123 story building in Dubai. Um, he's done all sorts of shit. Was he hanging off of, of a plane when it was taking off? Like, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 I love this. Jared said, uh, licorice isn't red, Justin. That's just bullshit, plastic, and lies. Licorice is black and salty. Australia, ladies and gentlemen. Australia. Apparently, I'm part Australian, then. Makes sense to me. I don't think the one that you eat is salty, though, is it? No, but I'd be down to try it. I'd be down to try it. You heard it here first. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, just logistically, like, what's lighting going to be like? Like, getting the camera up there? I mean, obviously, they do that, right? Right. But, like... What's the setup going to be? Because, I mean, the director's going to be in the... If the director is also the cinematographer, are they... I don't know how you're going to do those shots, man. I feel like that's what you have to do, though. I feel like you've got to do... You've got to have a director who's comfortable operating the camera because, again, Mm -hmm. that just cuts down on... That just cuts down on everything. So and Doug Lyman is one of those guys. He does know how to operate a camera. So so he has. He was originally okay. a cinematographer and then became a director. So he's got those chops. There you go. Because yeah, I can't imagine like having a whole video village set up where you've got the director and producers and they're watching on the monitors and you know yeah like th- there's only so much fucking space. No pun intended. Dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah. No, you're but, absolutely right. Yeah, like, and then yes, yeah, so you got to have probably director who's running the camera. Uh, a sound person and maybe a couple. Extra yeah, I was like, hands. what about audio? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna yeah. be kind of wild. Um, I it, the more we're talking about it, the more I am very interested to see what this would be. What what is the story? You know? Yeah, because I also have to imagine be? it's got to be relatively minimal what they're doing up there. Like, it can't just be like we're gonna be shooting up there for two months. Like, I and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know why I'm thinking. I'm like, this has to be for a very specific set of. But if the movie's like about movie being in space, you know, maybe it's just Unless, like we're doing a scene and we could say that right. this one scene was filmed actually at the International Space Station. Then everything else is back down on Earth. Right. Exactly. Because like it's like I think about like James Bond when they did Moonraker, you know, yeah, like right? they they went to space, you know, for a port of for, they went to space for port of it <laughs> um, for part of it. But uh, <laughs> I think they could definitely if it, if they can work it into the narrative, this character has to jet up for something and then comes back down and they could shoot for a week up there. Yeah. I don't think that would be out of the question. Um, I just don't know how, again, unless you take it from an extremely indie film standpoint and you do a very pared down 
Like maybe it's almost like um, Sam Rockwell in Moon. Yeah. Do you ever see that movie? Yes. Love that movie. Right. So maybe they do something where it's literally just Tom Cruise and maybe one other actor. And it's a, you know, it's a very character driven piece and they shoot it in three weeks, you know, and they spend three weeks on the on the space station or something. Hi, Alfax Asian. Thanks for stopping by. You're welcome for the raid because you are a cool person. Thanks so much. Thanks for stopping by our stream. Nice to see you. Um, yeah, actually, Jared asked a good question. Can you use regular film cameras in space? I mean, I I would think that you would have to. I would guess that you would have to shoot digitally. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't think you could do like thirty five millimeter because I don't know what like I don't know if if the the lack of gravity would affect the how the camera goes real to real or the um how the film actually in like interacts inside the camera, you know, but digitally, of course, I mean, they have cameras and stuff up on space. Yeah. People take videos of themselves in the space stations. You know, the astronauts have done that. Um, Was it John Kelly? I think was he, uh, he recorded, um, what was the space, the uh, ground control to major Tom. Mm -hmm. He did a music video while he was up in the space station. So you can definitely film up there. Yeah. Obviously they, they do, streams up there and stuff like that so you know video goes up there and comes back down so they're able to to capture that sort of stuff so yeah for sure that that definitely happens um yeah it'll 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 just be very interesting to see because i mean there's they haven't really given many details about it it's still being planned and everything like that but i'm very curious but what's also interesting is plot twist pressure causes the camera to combust <laughs> are they gonna do any of those big set piece explosions because i, I always see so. space stations exploding oh they, they shoot digital and then do vfx for 90 percent of it <laughs> there we go Ex- exactly yeah sir penguin wire thanks for the follow appreciate you welcome welcome to the show on the the other side of this story which is interesting that this just came out um i think just recently uh on, on the 14th which was yesterday um Russia is announcing an actor and a director for, for their first ever movie made in space. So we have ourselves the making for a new space race, but it's all about filming movies. So right. uh, we've got Russia is racing to become the first nation to shoot a movie in space and announced to send an actress and a director to the International Space Station in October, which I think is around the same time that Tom Cruise is going to well, be doing okay. his stuff. Um, so... Are they gonna have to have like permits of like you get this wing and we get this wing? Well, here's the thing: it's the International Space Station, so right, it belongs to 14 countries, Russia being one of them. So, right, but I'm saying like even when you're like if you've got to shut a street down, you mm-hmm. got to get a permit to film there. So like, do they have to have permits for different wings of the like? Well, the Russians are shooting their film on you know in this section of the International right. Space. I actually don't even know how big it. In my mind, it's. Like it's what you've seen in the movies, mm-hmm. where like there were like walking halls and stuff, and like it's it's just this. Uh, I really don't know how big it is. I don't think it's that big. And then you yeah. got the actual astronauts who are like, "Will you guys fucking knock this off? I'm trying not to die up here, okay? You, you twats." <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think you said off mic too. Like how like, there's the movie. Why yeah, not right. Just collaborate with Russia. The movie is. About America and Russia trying to get, but it's like a comedy, you know. It's right. it's 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 a comedy of who can get there first, you know, like and at what cost. Oh, it's a, a rom com. There you go. So the Russians have a, a female actor, and and then we have Tom Cruise, 
and they we you know who's up there and then oh we're supposed to be angry at each other but there's that forbidden love that happens between them dude and they're the ones that finally stop the cold war their love unites the two countries oh my god we just wrote a movie it's so good it's so it's In perfect space. it's perfect i love it jared says are these the star wars star wars with warring stars <laughs> <laughs> Now, supposedly the Russian version actually has a plot. It's called The Challenge. Okay. The movie will tell a story of a surgeon who has to operate on a sick cosmonaut in space because his medical condition prevents him from returning to Earth to be treated. Oh, so, that's interesting. That's a really cool premise, actually. Yeah. I like um, that. See this. Uh, they have zero gravity training for the next couple of months. Apparently, there was some sort of uh, contest to see who would get to do this, which director and actor and... They, uh, they figured this out. It's a season two of Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Overall, I'm thrilled for this. I think it's cool. I think it's yeah. great to try and do these sorts of things. Um, I, I'm always I'm always for, you know, trying out different ways to, to approach cinema. I think this is cool. I'd love to see how this pans out. Also, you know, Space was it was it Space Force Force X SpaceX? Um, let's get some more commercial stuff going to space. I think that's a great idea. Let's see what yeah. else is possible. I love that we're still trying this stuff out, and that we're seeing because to me, that's what we need to do, man. I think we're naturally as humans, we're explorers. You know, mm -hmm. we want to. We're curious. Let's feed that curiosity. Let's go do more things. Let's find a way to mine asteroids or comets as they come by our planet let's get some materials from there let's see what we can do from that let's create more things in space and let's get ourselves let's go explore man let's get ourselves yeah. to mars i think that's so fucking exciting it takes it takes me out of the day today nonsense that we have going on to think about imagine us putting our resources and our brain power together to create something that will allow us to go to other places how fucking cool would that be if we could pull that right. off that's amazing. Well, I think that, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, people were so excited back in the day. You know, there was that uh, space exploration was just the, f the fucking thing. Like, yeah. people dreamed of being an astronaut and like, mm -hmm. holy shit, they were rock stars. And all of a sudden, it just kind of waned, you yeah. know, and it just it fell away. And, you know, NASA shuttered for a little while and then they kind of got, got back on track. And it, it was just... I, I feel like we need something to kind of get us get that resurgence of excitement and hope back into into space exploration and the uh, space programs and stuff. Um, yeah, I think part of it too is that maybe we didn't have the technology, you know, like to get us beyond the we moon. Were like you stagnant know? for a while. Yeah. I mean, we we put some probes out, we did rovers and things like that. I mean, there's a lot that you know it takes a lot of time to make that stuff happen. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like with the stuff that's happening in Mars, China just landed. Their first, uh, I think, rover on Mars, which is pretty cool. Oh, I didn't um, hear about that. That's awesome. So, like, people are, you know, we're exploring this stuff, which I think is is really yeah. cool and and really important. And more importantly, like Jared brings up a good point. You know, SpaceX. Like, when's the first porn going to be shot in space? You know, like. There you go. Let's make I it mean, happen. Maybe that's the subplot. That's the B plot to this Russian movie. <laughs> what porn? <laughs> Yeah, well, like, like the doctor goes up there to perform the surgery, but finds out that the only way to save this astronaut or this cosmonaut is to have sex with him. That's right. 
He needs you intercourse know? to jumpstart his 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 heart. <laughs> there you go. You know what? And throw Tom Cruise in there too. Have right? him get it on with the cosmonaut. Yeah. There we go. Why this not? Is, this is a new age, man. We're all this here. This is international, baby. This is right. This is international. This is yeah. this goes this transcends boundaries and borders and this and goes, thoughts. This you know, goes right back to the rom com. It's just like the next level rom com. It is. In it's space. an adult rom com. Yeah, in space. <laughs> Jared says Americans in space. I'm not wearing a helmet. I have freedoms. It's in the Constitution of Rights. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Yep. Yep. You can't, you can't silence me. I mean, let's face it. There's got to be a lane in porn for like zero gravity sex, right? I mean, that has to be a, th- I mean, that would totally be a I'm thing, sh- right? Sure. It's already been like the thing where they, they take the jet up and they, they, you know how they, they currently shoot the zero gravity uh, yeah. scenes and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure they've done sex, uh, porn like that. Yeah, for sure. Right. I'm sure it's been yeah. totally Jared, worth it. Go ahead and search that and let us know if you find anything. Yeah, Zero gravity sex. Let's, let's go. Let's see how it's going. Yeah. I'm sure it's real exciting. <laughs> You the got 30 seconds. Go. <laughs> You're just like, ah, it's not even enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's face it. Sex never is, right? Right. That's, it's purely for procreation purposes. Purely procreation. Right. We need more Americans. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. We okay. We're Americans. getting into a weird area now. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's just move. If I could bell transition out of here, I would. But ding. Uh, I don't know what that sounded like, but we're doing it. It was, it was kind of there. Um, let's talk about the Golden Globes, Justin's favorite um, award show. Yes, I love me some globes. And it's it's of it's, the golden variety. It's thriving. Like people mm-hmm. have never been happier with the show oh, and just what it's offering. Recognizing talent and diversity, and it is just it has hit a stride. Yeah, it's we shall say it's hit something. And it's, uh, it's hit uh, cancellation stride. Uh, <laughs> NBC has canceled the 2022 uh, one as the Hollywood Foreign Press Association struggles to reform the Hollywood stipulation. So if y'all aren't familiar, Justin, do you know what's going on with this? Have you followed this at all? Yes, uh, well, a little bit. Um, and I don't know if it was that they had no um, no black members of the Hollywood Foreign Press or no people of color at all in the Hollywood foreign press, but it was very, uh, uh, the, 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 it was an extreme lack of diversity. And I know a lot of people were saying like, how can this organization vote on, uh, you know, uh, on all of these films and actually have everyone represented if, you know, the people who are voting don't, they're, they themselves are not diverse. And so there was this, call to action for for more diversity and the Hollywood Foreign Press has been trying as they as best they can to um to change that they've been saying you know we hear you and we're sorry they've been going through the same the same public uh PR apology script that most people do and uh just for for a lot of people it's not happening quick enough and rightfully so like they they're like we hear you but fucking change it you know it's not that hard be diverse be inclusive. And so um, who was it? I think, was it Scarlett Johansson? Um, mm-hmm. There uh, there's Tom Cruise and Tom what a, Cruise. What a, gave what a segue, Golden right? Globes. Yeah, he gave his, he gave back three. Yeah. And then I think Scarlett Johansson and there was someone else. I cannot remember who, maybe Mark Ruffalo. 
I think they all gave golden their golden gloves back saying we don't we don't want these until you guys do better we don't want any part of this organization we don't want to be recognized by you yeah. you know do better basically I think the other side of that too is that uh, it's been one of the worst kept secrets that essentially you can w very easily bribe the Hollywood Foreign Press Association like I think the big thing this year was the Emily in Paris movie from Netflix that yes. was just absolutely like it was up for so many awards and um even the, the woman who wrote it was like lambasting it on twitter like how is this up for golden globes she's like this is this is not a good movie like she was just so honest she's like i, I don't see how this is and, Beth it, and i watched the series and it was it was mindless entertainment there was <laughs> nothing there was nothing groundbreaking about it whatsoever at all. What was interesting is that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was invited the production. They got they spent two days in Paris in five star hotels. Oh, I didn't and, know that. See that's and that's the part of it where it's like, oh, so you can easily just sort of like get and this is we talked about this before when we talked about the Oscars when I made the very low hanging fruit thing. I'm like, oh it's everyone blowing each other at the Oscars. This is what I mean when I say I don't like the award shows nowadays because it's grown to this thing where right. now you can easily do something in like campaign for your thing. And I just don't think it's a real representation of what's good. Now, this stuff is subjective as hell. Like there's you'd be like, who did the best performance? Who has the best movie? It's totally subjective. But the fact that you can be like, hey, come hang out at the set two days. We'll put you up in a five-star hotel in Paris. Like, you know, hang out, schmooze them. Like, that's not a representation of that. Like, you know, you brought yeah. up every organization does this. You know, your job, my job. I don't schmooze to get, you know, these kinds of things. It's it's right. determined by, obviously, someone advocating for me and obviously by some level of performance that has to be proven. So there's more objective to it. But this is the stuff. And this, I'm not saying this applies to all of them, but it does. No. I'm just, But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I want to do broad strokes here and just be like, this is why all of them are bad. But what's what I like, what I don't like about most of the stuff is things like this. It's gross that you can use or invest or try to find ways to get people to like your thing so that you can then also profit from it by saying, check out this glow, golden globe, winning award winning, you know, thing. It's going to draw more attention, which will ultimately increase more it creates more dollars for the production, which I think is right. is just really annoying and upsetting to me. And it diminishes the overall impact of winning this award, which honestly, I'm thrilled to see this where people are like, I don't fucking want it. Now, granted, it's late in the game. You'd be like, I'm going to give it back now. But still, I think it still means something to be like, yo, take this shit back. I don't want right. it. I don't want to be associated with it. And I also find it interesting, too, that the Hollywood Foreign Press was like, Here's what we're going to do. And still people are like, that's ah, not enough. You got to do more. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think more. the, uh, the, the, to your, to your point, like, yes, it, it, this lack of diversity at the Hollywood forum press is not new. So, you know, why did it take so long for everyone to finally get the memo? But at some point something needs to like, it needs to start at some point. So I'm yes. glad it is now at least starting, um, you know, I personally do like the Golden Globes because it is the uh, it's the party one. Like people are 
drinking, it's usually a little bit more off the rails and, you know, it's, it's a little bit more, it's less stuffy than some of the other ones. Um, but at the same time, uh, the, the lack of diversity, the fact that there's pay to play kind of stuff going on, it just, it just, it sours the, the whole thing. Quite frankly, am I sad to see it not going to be aired next year? No. Yeah, but I'm also sad that they put themselves in this position. Like I, would I like to have it on? Absolutely, but under the right circumstances, right. under under fair and equitable circumstances, you know. Because for me, anything that would come out of it for like the next show, I'd be like, how much of this was bought and paid for? Absolutely, it's yeah, just, yeah. And the thing is, I feel like the Hollywood Foreign Press is going to absolutely have to more than prove uh, that they've, because they can say, how easy is it to go? You know what? It's been a year. We got our hands slapped. We're so sorry. Um, oh boy, we did it. Now we're, we reflected and we're better now. And we're going to gift it to every minority film that exists to somehow make up for it. Right. Right. And then it's like, again, which if it's, if it's valid, like if it's truly the best, like that's fantastic. But how, how undervalued or how like, um, pandering is that then to just be like, Oh, you get an award. It's like, no, like, Vote on me because I'm the fucking best, you know? What would be what would be something they could do that would be so pandering that would set them further back? Like, what was... I've got one. Go ahead. They retroactively give Golden Globes to all of Tyler Perry's movies. Like, they do, like, a showcase for Tyler Perry and the Medea thing. And the people are like, right. listen, what are you doing? They're like, no, we have reflected. The Medea franchise will all get Golden Globes. See, we've learned. People be like, what? These are fine. These are movies. Why are you doing this? Like, no, no. Credit where credit's due. You're using the hashtag wrong. (laughs) I don't believe so. I believe we will put that on all of the Golden Globes. Hashtag credit where credit is due. (laughs) Hashtag Golden Globes. (laughs) Hashtag Golden Globes. Hashtag nothing gold can stay. Wait, that what? Is- <laughs> oh my god! I uh, god, what else could they do that would be the worst pod that would set them back? Um, There's nothing I, like I, a retroactively being given something, you know? Like, right? I think I think that might we be missed it the too, mark yeah. years ago, but here's here's some. If they well, on top of that, if they went back and they retroactively took awards away from other people <laughs> they were talking. if they were just like oh you know what actually we're gonna go ahead and just th- we didn't mean to give it to you we were forced to like they basically they make it sound like someone we got Some... a lot of money for this and so now we feel bad for that so we're not giving back the money we're just taking away your award they create their own big lie about the voting like the voting has been compromised the right. dominion machines were hacked into this is a huge conspiracy. They somehow spin it into the like accounting firm of Ernst and Young <laughs> is to blame. They're we- like Cambridge <laughs> Analytics Analytica came in here and they completely and we're going to investigate this and they we, we won't stop. We're going to get the cyber ninjas in here to investigate right. all the voting for the past 20 years. And we are going to if we found out that there was any misleading or illegal, illicit activity, we're going to ask those that won the awards to ship us back at their own cost, their Golden Globes, and we will then ship them to the new winners at their own cost as well to make right. sure that they get their Golden Globes. 
We're also demanding that any of the accounting firms that tallied our votes drop the word fiduciary from their business cards. <laughs> they also be like, instead of this Golden Globe, you will get an NFT picture of of <laughs> of, this, of the statue. It stands for non-fungible tokens. Do you all know what those are? Don't try to change the subject, Globes. Don't try to say, change the subject. They're like, we have learned, and now all of this will be non-fungible tokens. Did we do it? Did we get Did we what you it? were asking for? Right. Diversity in awards. It's a non-fungible right. token. We, we feel that making it a golden globe sends the wrong message. So now it will be a clear globe. Because we don't see color here at the Golden that, Globe. That's it. It's a clear globe. It's the transparent globe. It's, right, exactly. It's the crystal because globe. We are transparent. Because we are transparent because right. we don't see color. I feel like that would be, if they went that route, <laughs> that would be the end. That's, that's, that would be the best one. Is they The, the whole thing, they completely missed the mark. It's the color of, of this award that we will be the... The crystal globes, the, because the transparent we globes, because we yeah. don't see color, <laughs> and that's their ad. They're like, we've changed, we've learned, we've heard what you've said, and we are sorry. From now on, we'll be the transparent globes because right. we don't see color. <laughs> Hashtag credit where credit is due. Hashtag we don't see color. Oh right. God. Hashtag transparent globes. Oh my god, that yeah. that would be the best. That would be that the would absolute be the best, best and the worst. Yeah, that would be unsurprising right unsurprising that's my favorite thing was people like try to like pretend they're not racist or like they think that this is good they're like hey i don't see color man i don't see color i'm like you should and you do right that's yeah that not means okay. you are that means you are uh yeah absolutely uh discrediting an entire uh entire um section of the population yeah, yeah. you're completely ignoring their experience my favorite person who said that was the chief human resources officer at an organization i used to work for and she said because she was married to a black man she doesn't see color and i was like oh all right let's dive into this all right let's break this down one you are the chief human resources officer this is seeing color is part of your job description you are trying to make sure we're diverse and equitable uh, you got to make sure that you're hiring the right people. If someone is potentially going to be terminated based on, on, on wonky grounds and they are a part of protected classes, you have to. It's part of what you do. You do see color. Second, you have to take it into consideration. Just because you're married to a black man does not mean you get any sort of privileges. <laughs> right. You don't get the passes or anything. Yes. You, oh, yeah. no. I've got an honorary card. That right. I got from our last, you know, global wife of black man meeting. I'm good. Here there, it is. There are, yeah, there's just, there's so many, yeah, there's so much nuance to the entire conversation and things like that are just, uh, I'm like, like, yeah, you, you, you are, you're missing the mark. I think it's just the, the easiest way to say it. You're missing the mark. You know what was great about that team that I was on? Cause I reported up to the HR team, at least two very openly racist people. And one of them who said she didn't see color. And the other one just blatantly racist. And I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, what is yeah. happening? And Sounds like an organization that you should be happy not to be part of anymore. I definitely, that was the low, the low part of my experience there. Let me tell you, it was yeah. low. And uh, <laughs> I just referred to one of those women as the great racist. And everyone knew what I meant. I'm like, oh, you mean the great racist that used to work here? And the people were like, oh, yeah, right. 
so it was like the worst kept secret at the company. Oh yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. It was so bad. It was absolutely horrible. It was just it's just the absolute worst. So when it's... I when when I hear I don't see color, I just think of those two. And I'm like, right, you're a bad person. Right. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't say you're a bad person. Right. I'm like, you're ignorant. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're again. You're missing the point of all of this conversation. I get the intention. The intention being that like this is not something that is going to determine whether or not I like you or treat you any differently. But when you're like, I don't see you as you are and therefore right. i don't see your experiences and your perspectives not okay <laughs> right exactly not it's... okay are you listening hollywood foreign press yeah you fucking cocksucker globes <laughs> yeah oh my god what a shit show what it shit is show? a shitty shitty shit show what's over there on your left why'd you look what's going on i i'm smelling something like something either being cooking or burning and i'm just making sure there's nothing there's no smoke coming out of I just don't know where it's got me real worried because it's getting stronger. Because there's a big difference between cooking and burning. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, right now, Abby's asleep over here. So if she's not worried, I feel like animals pick up on stuff like this earlier. So mm -hmm. yeah. uh, if she's just conked out, I'll f I'm, I'm good right now. Yeah. You'll be okay. Yeah. It smells getting stronger, though. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Very disconcerting. Yeah. You know, there's there's a smell that often permeates most um, award shows, and there's one award yes, show in particular that I think we need to pay more attention to, and we need okay, to support I'm... more because it's fair. It's fair across the board. Just okay, like I'm you know, it's it's a matter of pitting, you know, one category as as you know, a couple people against each other, and what they have to do is they have to come together and see who's going to come out victorious, who's going to get the trophy. That's going to award them the prestige, the honor, mm -hmm. and the recognition that they deserve. Do you know what it's called, Justin? No. What is it? Welcome to the Throwdown. That's the Throwdown. Throwdown. Oh, baby! The Throwdown Awards season is here. and Guys, it's happening. We couldn't be happier, you know? Yes. Oh, Jared just said it's super unfortunate, but the really racist guy at his work looks a lot like Doug. And he actually lost a bunch of weight, too. I don't like the correlation you're making here, sir. I don't nope. like it. But thanks for sharing. I appreciate that. It makes me feel great. All right. So <laughs> this week's throwdown. <laughs> Abby's an Aussie. She's not scared of a little fire. I like it. <laughs> That's a fire joke. Um, This week, we've got. Rexplode from Invincible versus Remy LeBeau, also known as Gambit from the X-Men universe. Two characters that can take things and charge them with kinetic energy to make them explode. I'm really excited that we've, we're getting uh, a different... We're getting more uh, superheroes that we can, we can add to this because it was getting oh, a no. little hard to find new matchups. But uh, now that we've got Invincible and you got... Uh, What's the one that you've been watching? So we've got some other ones that are coming in. You didn't we'll even let me answer. You didn't even let me answer what it was, Justin. Yeah, you'll be you'll recommend it. <laughs> like that one you're watching. Wanna... What is the one? All right, we're moving on. We're moving. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin the recommendation. That's cool. I was thinking of you. That's all good. Thanks for thinking of yeah. me. So let's break these guys um, down. Yeah, let's see what they got. Uh, right. What do we have with Rexplode? All right, I've got him pulled up. All right, do it. All right, so Rexplode, if you don't know, he is a character from the Invincible series, which you should watch. He's on, uh, he's voiced by Jason Manzoukas, so very, very funny. 
Um, Automatically, so, he wins that yeah, because of that. He's fantastic. So his powers enhance strength, enhance durability. Due to a chemical enhancement early in his adolescence, Rex has endurance slightly greater than normal humans. He was shot in the head and survived. That's a note there. This is also, by the way, the Rex blowed from the comics because they don't have something for the uh, show yet, but obviously it's similar source. He has enhanced agility, which we see in the show. He's flipping around, doing stuff. Molecular acceleration. So due to a device implanted in Rex's arms, Rex has the power to accelerate molecules to an unstable level with potential energy, cause it to explode with kinetic energy when he throws the object. Um, size of the object can carry a larger explosion and chemical compound of the object. Uh, he caused a large explosion by accelerating a BB. He's thrown a computer and produced enough for it to defeat Octoboss. <laughs> He's ignited a skeleton, turning him into a suicide bomb with enough force to kill an evil version of Invincible. Spoiler alert. Um, he also has, he's acrobatic. He's changing gymnastics. He has, he can do martial arts. And he has stealth, which, I mean, I don't know. I've yet to see that. But uh, It seems like he just comes in like a, like a wrecking ball. Yeah, right? Uh, his weaknesses, his... Powers only work on inorganic matter. So. Okay. Uh, you can't do anything. Else with that. So you got uh, Gambit pulled up? I do. Uh, so Gambit, Gambit. Uh, going through this, very shocking at how not powerful he ends up being. So he's got, similarly, molecular acceleration. He's got the power to take potential energy stored in an object, convert it to kinetic energy, thus charging that object with explosive results. Um Disillusion? Disillusion. Gambit can also cause objects to pull themselves apart uh, instead of exploding violently, making them harmless and melt down to nothing. So that's interesting. So I wonder if Rexplode threw something at him, if, Cam if Gambit could make it fall apart. Right? Interesting. Uh, disruption? Uh, he can tame uh, his explosive acceleration to temporarily scramble sensory, sensory, sensory awareness of a person knocking them out cold. He's got enhanced conditioning, accelerated regeneration, um, static interference, creates neural static because of the charge. Potential energy is always in his body. Shields his mind from intrusion by telepaths. Doesn't really help here. Uh, vibration emission through kinetic acceleration can create a shock wave accompanying a bright flashbang that can leave a sizable crater in the ground. Remote charging shear cutting by charging his cards he oh he can he can slice uh acceleration bestowal uh delayed charge mm. hypnotic charm so he could just charm the shit out of rex blood um and then he was also at one point he was uh, one of the horsemen of the apocalypse it's true so he got accelerated powers there um his weaknesses he's normal strength um and he also cannot affect living manner. So it's all only um, inanimate objects that he can affect with his powers. He's also a master marksman, master martial artist, master stick fighter, and a master thief. Those were former powers, though. Oh, my bad. You're right. Oh, no. But no, those aren't former powers. You have to, I have to uh, click on the former powers. His photo former oh, powers, yeah. That is poorly designed okay yeah, got i agree it. <laughs> cool okay yes so he is a master marksman master martial artist master stick fighter um I, this is a tough one man i don't know i feel like and it's you said rex has uh increased strength right enhanced strength enhanced strength 
whereas Gambit does not. And I feel like that is a... I feel like that is a... going to be a... a, a um, I don't know. Mark on the negative column. Well, because here's the thing. While Rex may have ex enhanced strength, I feel like that's canceled out by uh, Gambit's being a master martial artist as well as a master um, stick fighter. Because okay. I feel like you can be super strong, but as we've seen in MMA, like someone who's technical um, in a lot of different ways can, you know, basically cancel out strength. That's um, true. That's true. I feel like Gambit has much more experience. He's older. Um, he's a master marksman, so I feel like he can place his objects exactly where he wants them to go, which will make uh -huh. him more dangerous. Rexplode is a younger teenager. Well, at best, we'll put him in his tw early 20s. Um, so I feel like while he does have, he is also, he's trained in martial arts and acrobatics and things like that. I think Gambit has the one up on him on that. I think, I just think overall, again, can Rex get uh, a blast off that's going to hurt Gambit for sure? Yeah. I just think mo majority of the time Gambit's going to place it where he needs it to be. He's also very crafty as far as like his way to talk to people. And um, he's got that charm that I yeah. feel like, and I made a joke about charming him, but I do think that because Rex is very, at least what we've seen, he's very uh, vain. Yes. His vanity is, is, is very evident. So I feel like there is a very good chance that Gambit could use that against him and get oh, without a, a doubt. Bit. Like I yeah. just imagine, you know, Gambit just talking to him and having like, just hearing Manzuka's voice, be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, it's just like right. completely getting in his head. And then, you know, setting some because he can have delayed charges too right so maybe he like Gambit touches can, yeah. something he drops it he's walking around circling he gets rex to stand over it and then when rex is like i'm gonna fuck your shit up Gambit goes oh that's nice and then just sort of like looks down and there's a card that has like a joker on it and <laughs> he's dead you know what i mean uh i also think the disillusion too the fact mm. that he can cause objects to pull themselves apart you know maybe we maybe we underestimated gambit when we were talking about this earlier because the power grid, I think yeah. that's what threw me off. Yeah. If you look at Gambit's power grid, it's just horrendous. Yeah. But, he's, he's got uh, twos he, and everything, except for fighting yeah. skills, he's got a four. But he does, I think that charm actually plays into this. Yeah. And his, you know, he's he's a master thief, man. He's a cunning guy. He's yeah. chaotic good. He's a hustler. He's you know? right. He, yeah. yeah. He knows. He knows. He gambles. Therefore, he knows odds. He knows yeah. how, to, how to weigh things. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like based off of this, it would be a, uh, it'd be an explosive throwdown. Ah, but I feel uh, like, I feel like Gambit might take this one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm leaning towards Gambit on this one. All right, so we're, I'm gonna try this again. It's not gonna work, but we're gonna give it a shot. All right, give me two seconds. Here we go. Gambit for the win. Here, I'll follow that up with the chainsaw fart. There you go. All right. Ta-da. The Cajun wins. That's right, Married with Gaming. That's right. The Raging Cajun lives to fight another day. Yes. That was a good throwdown. Thank you. It was. I think Slotty came up with that one, but also shout out to our Discord for coming up with uh, these throwdowns. We appreciate yes. them.
but very, very and if it, if the listener if you guys have any uh if you want to pop into the discord we have a cha- uh, a specific channel set up in there for thread on suggestions if you want to throw us suggestions on uh, any social medias too we're always open to taking suggestions yes. last week we did one where Haig was unhappy with the outcome of a previous throwdown so we revisited it yeah we did exactly. not change our decision but we revisited no no by the way you have to tell me how Haig feels about that because have not talked to him. I think he's upset with me. I think it would be very, very fun to hear his response yeah. to that. Uh, so let's move on to recommendations. Justin, what do you got to recommend for this week? I'm going to recommend the movie 500 Days of Summer. Uh, did you finish it? Very, I did not. But it, uh, I've I've got like <laughs> 10 minutes left. Um, Jesus. Things came, up. <laughs> things came up, Doug. Things came up. Um, but the majority of the movie that I've seen, I really like. Unless there's some horrific ending. Uh, which uh, kind of which goes against everything they've been setting up. Uh, I still recommend it. Uh, and then also Ted Lasso. Uh, I'm gonna keep on that until everyone in the world has watched it. Doug, what do you got? By the way, I just want a quick note on 500 Days of Summer. My favorite thing about that movie is how so many people sympathize with Joseph Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt's character in that, and they're like, "Man, he got screwed over." And Joseph Gordon Levitt has been on record saying. If you are on this character's side, you've missed the point of the movie. And I, I that just, just tickles me to death. Like, I love it when right. people just, like, when people grab characters and they associate it with their identity or their group. Like how a lot of cops are, like, have the Punisher logo. I'm like, I don't think you know what this character does. Or I'm missing the point big time. You missed it. Or how, like, a lot of the Trump campaign would associate Trump with Thanos. I'm like, you guys yes. know that he's the bad guy, right? Or with the Death Star and the Empire. I'm like... Right. Villains. They're the villains. All right. Anyway, uh, I actually, I was a little hesitant at first, but I watched Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix and I watched the first episode. And I was like, eh, I feel like uh, I know where this is going. And I was completely yeah. wrong. Like I had, I did not know where it's going. The themes in the show were really cool. The yeah. effects leave you, leave you wanting. They're not the best. But what I like about the show is it's less about, the superhero element, meaning like you're not watching guys punch each other and use their abilities. There is a real character-driven story that I find interesting. It's the okay. idea of how do you stay good and do good and follow a code in a world that no longer allows for that code to exist. Okay, that's interesting. It's very, okay. very interesting, and it did it didn't go the way that I thought it would, and I recommend it again but in the best way. In the best way, like yeah. I, don't go thinking you're going to get the best costume design or the best special effects. It definitely does not suit that. But the characters Visually, in the story it does, does have a CW look. It does. The, it's it's not yeah. it's not the best, but I really think the story is good. I would love for some other folks to watch it. I'd love to talk about it. I think it's it's a it's a pretty good show. And I think it's only eight okay. episodes, so it's actually relatively short. I'll and check it out. Is it on Netflix? Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I all the episodes are like forty five minutes or less, so they're not huge time investments. So it's definitely worth it. So check that out. I recommend. If this it. gets us another topic, I'm in. I think it'd be cool, man. I think it go yeah. take us down some cool cool places. Cool. Um, speaking of cool, don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at MindGapPodcast. Come over and check us out on Twitch, 
twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Drop us a follow. Turn on the notifications so you know whenever we go live, so you can see us when we do our podcast live, uh, usually on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central, and also when we do our video game streams Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. But, you know, occasionally we get these unique ones in there as well. But come hang out, join the chat, hang out with us. Uh, we appreciate your support. We love getting to interact with you while we do our stuff. And also check us out on YouTube. Uh, find our channel there. Hit the subscribe button. We post all of our episodes there as uh, highlights from our shows and our streams. Um, it's the best. And also don't forget to follow Justin online as well. That's right. Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Samsung Podcast, and all the places where you listen. You can share us. Uh, subscribe to us rate review all those things the big one that we that's really important is sharing so please just copy the link out send it to everyone you know and say i think you should listen to this podcast because it's enjoyable these guys are wholesome and they never swear there's no farts tell people that and then they'll be surprised when that's a lie yeah and then twoestate.com slash mind gap and twoestate in general just keep an eye on all of twoestate's socials um at two east eighth um stuff coming out yeah, we got it coming yeah. out. It's coming out in droves. It's coming out in droves, sucker. So uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. This has been a great episode. We look forward to seeing you. So with that being said, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Twitch, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.